Hey, 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 how is it going, everybody? It's Elizabeth Cheney here, host of the In Between podcast. How's it going? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good day, good night. I don't even know. Whatever time it is, hello. Very happy to be here. I miss you guys. Oh, dear. Before we get into today's episode, I have some very exciting news that I'd like to share with you all. Are you ready? Are you super ready? I'm just kidding. Well, we have an official launch date. Yeah, yes, we do. I am planning the week of May 16th. Well, specifically May 16th. I am planning to officially announce this podcast to the world. That means, you know, the the text messages to my people's they're probably not going to stop, but it's not going to be the only means of promotion. <laughs> We're professional, y'all. I got somebody helping me with my logo, got some different ideas going for social media and things like that. And so, um, yeah, very excited. So, I mean, I'm very excited. Yes, definitely. But also I'm terrifying because now this thing that I've been kind of, you know, nurturing, it, well, my baby, I've been, you know, feeding it make getting it bigger getting it you know she's starting to walk and she's starting to communicate more efficiently and I'm just like yeah it's time to let this boss baby do her thing (laughs) I don't know where I was going with the boss baby thing but there we go so yes May 16th we are going to officially announce the in-between podcast yes I am freaking out and I sound cool chill calm cool collected right now but as the days get closer I will start to unravel but all jokes aside, I am very freaking excited. Like, I've been waiting for this for years. Years. And I'm finally at this point where I am I am ready to say something to the world. Hello! And I always had this idea that I was going to launch this by my 30th birthday. And my birthday is actually in two weeks. Side note, everybody. And although I'm turning 31, technically, I still feel... Like I have achieved my goal. You know, guess what? I did it between 30 and 31. And that's an in-between that's damn worth sharing. One that I'm super proud of. And man, damn, I just got myself hyped. But yeah, I'm really excited. And just to be really honest and and be real with you all, I, I couldn't have done it without you. I mean that, and I may not even know exactly who all listens to this from the people I send it to or or who they've sent it to, but I just, it's the support because I can tell you every single person that I have interacted with over this has been the reason that I press record the next day or the next time and keep going. They're the people who've made me not feel crazy when I, I've, started, I've started this journey. So even when I've impostered on myself, thankfully I had a solid crew that was there to support me, so... Here I am announcing that I am doing it and, you know, we'll have a recap after the 16th to make sure she did do it. I'm just kidding, but you know what I mean. We're really doing it. Besides, I said it on this podcast, so that means it has to happen. (laughs) Yes. So look out for more news on that coming soon. You know where at in dot between pod and at Lizzlebeth, which side note, I've been thinking about making my personal Instagram my actual name. What are people's thoughts on that? Should we keep Lizelbeth or should we do my full name? Lizelbeth, Elizabeth Cheney. Lizelbeth, Elizabeth Cheney. Something just tells me Lizelbeth is just not something that can be taken seriously. So would like your feedback on that. Now, in addition to May being the best month ever because it's my birthday and I'm launching my podcast, 
it's also Mental Health Awareness Month. And if I am very open about something on this podcast, it's my experience with anxiety, depression, mental health, uh, and of course, self-love, self-worth. But those are those are things that are sometimes hard to find when you're struggling with your mental health. But those are the very things that will help you get through certain struggles and battles. Absolutely. So I thought I would take today's episode to have a mental health check-in. <laughs> For one, I've had just, I'll be completely honest with you. I've had a shit day. It's the end of the day. It's the end of the week. It's been a long week. I've got a lot of things going on right now. And I I don't even mean that in a dramatic sense. It's just life shit because adulting is hard as freaking heck. Uh, I've read enough adulting books that I think I'd learned the blueprint by now, but I definitely haven't. I guess that's the whole point, but... I've just had a really crappy day and crappy week and I was out of it last week and and I don't even mean in terms of like with the podcast but god work has been draining and I've just been icky I'm pretty sure I'm PMSing and I think I talked about this on one episode but coming off your birth control the hormones and just the up and down ocean waves crashing and it is the perfect storm right so I actually had the thought today in the midst of my cranky irritableness where I was just like mm. You know, I was just brooding. I was just grumpy. I thought to myself, I must be PMSing because I know my period's coming, but also like I'm in just a foul mood. And then my thoughts started spiraling and it just got worse and worse. And on top of that, you know, a lot of my friends, my coworkers, a lot of everyone's been going through stuff. Of course, I hate that. I hate anybody going through shit, but I just... I'm not trying to say we're all having a combined suffering, but there's something in the water right now. And I'm just here to let's have a vent sesh. Let's, you know, I don't know, get real. Let's be honest. That's what I'm trying to do here. So I thought let's let's talk about mental health. Let's talk about anxiety, depression. I'm going to be honest with you guys and things that I've struggled with. And because, hey, that's what this is about, right? This is about being real and connecting and I don't even know, sharing all life's in-betweens. Of course, that's what it's all about, right? It's the damn in-between podcast. So today was just one of those days where your mental health just gets worse and worse as it goes, right? I mean, I broke the wine cork in the wine bottle. We all know how annoying that is. It's been one of those days, people. Okay, okay. All right, so mental health. So I struggle with really bad anxiety, Uh, I have struggled with depression. Last year was one of the darkest moments of my life. And uh, I've had bouts of depression, like seasonal depression. Yes, yes. Um, Moments of being miserably unhappy. I mean, I have very serious anxiety. Uh, It's gone in waves. It's been pretty manageable, especially since I've come out of my depression. But in terms of like full on depression, where it's the kind that you really hear about all the time, the darkness where you can't move, like it's just it's hard to even use the bathroom. If you've seen Euphoria, that happens to ruin one episode. I didn't have that intense of an experience, but I I definitely know what it's like when you're too depressed to even go pee. I'm sorry if that's a little TMI, but I'm, hey, we're going there. But I experienced that last year and it was awful. I also got a really serious concussion about four and a half years ago from a accident and not to go down a rabbit hole about concussions and brain injuries, but... Let me just say that the idea that I had about a concussion was completely different than the experience that happened to me. I mean, actually, you know, now that we're seeing more and more things with concussions and football players, I'm not saying I was like a linebacker type thing, but 
the aggression, the cognitive, like critical thinking skills and coping skills and kind of just having a fuse the size of like a millimeter, if that. Yeah, I experienced a lot of that. And for the past four and a half years, I have felt like a fish out of water. I have felt very much out of my body. I've not felt like myself. And I don't want to say it's been disconnected the whole time. Definitely in the beginning, the first three years. And then I would say over the course of like once the pandemic hit, even though my mental health really started to struggle, I was also, you know, working through some of the issues I was sustained I sustained from the concussion. So yeah, I I've had a a long, really bad struggle with my mental health and my self-worth. And since since the accident and the concussion, my anxiety got even worse. It was a long journey from feeling lost to finally being in a place where I have my head above water. I feel good. I feel like I manage my anxiety versus my anxiety managing me. And even though it's possible that I could get depressed again or, or, or go through something like that, I at least... I feel now that when I'm prepared for that, if it does happen, I know what signs to look out for and I know how to give myself peace and grace and forgiveness. Those are some of the biggest lessons I have learned through this whole experience. But going through a period like that, a dark moment, and, and a period can be a week, it can be a month, it can be a year, it can be years, it can be plural of everything. It's lonely, it's dark. And you don't really know how you're going to get out of it. And I know there's more awareness around mental health. Now, I mean, heck, it's a whole month dedicated to awareness. I, you know, I, I know that it's, it's more discussed in media and books and entertainment. And I'm here for that. But how come, despite all of this awareness now, you know, self-awareness, societal awareness, we're still all struggling with it. We still all feel lonely and isolated by it. We still feel like it's just us. It still feels singular. And I hate that. I hate when somebody I love or I care about, a friend, a coworker, whomever it is, talking about some experience and where they felt less than because, you know, their anxiety was getting the best of them or they were in a bad spot or it's just a cycle of just your brain and your mind and your thoughts spiraling and spiraling because once they go, you, you can't slow them down sometimes. So I thought I would talk about some things that have helped me when this happens, when my anxiety gets the best of me, when I'm in that foul, crabby mood because I'm PMSing and my hormones are all out of whack. I know I don't have all the answers and I'm definitely not saying I am the expert. I am not a professional. I am a mental health advocate, a self-worth advocate, self-love advocate, and hopefully a new bestie. So I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt. (laughs) One of the biggest things I do, or one of the biggest things that really helps me is I slow down. Whether that's in the task itself, whether that just means in my breathing, especially with the spiral thoughts. Like today, my thoughts just kept going, kept going, and, and I was sending emails, I was doing this, doing that, and they would just invade, they were intrusive. And I just had to stop, sit myself back, and take a deep breath, and tell myself, hey, just take a deep breath. It's okay. It's okay. And I start going through in my, in my mental checklist of the things that are inside my control and the things that are outside my control. And in all fairness, I do talk to myself a lot. If you, if you like in my head, I don't really talk out loud a lot, although I am talking into a microphone by myself. 
and I am home alone right now. So take that with what you will. But I mean, in my head, where I'm kind of processing my thoughts, processing what's going on. One book that really helped me was The Law of Attraction. Um, it's a different kind of book. It's, kind of, it's a spiritual book. I highly recommend. The introduction's a little weird, but if you get past that, everything's groovy. And that's really kind of helped me direct my thoughts and kind of manage intrusive thoughts. But slowing down is a big thing. Taking deep breaths. Because um, sometimes when those thoughts are spiraling, you can't really get in front of them. Being Going outside is a big thing too. And I'm sure we've all heard of that, you know, grounding, walking around barefoot. I mean, granted, I don't do that. I live in the city. Um, I don't want to know what's outside on the sidewalk, probably chicken wing bones, but going outside, well, one, just changing your space, getting out, getting outside, whatever space you're in, going outside nature, green, especially now that spring's here and we're coming and, and the sun's out, the sky's brighter. All of that can really help as well. I know before we all went from, um, started working remote, my coworkers and I would go for walks almost every day, just a little, just a little break. We would take lunch and we'd go for like a 30 minute walk because there was this nature trail in our office. It was awesome. All of that sounds great, right? Everything I just said, oh yeah, of course. Once I'm stressed, yeah, I'm just going to go walk outside. Now what happens when you're stressed and you walk outside and the thoughts don't stop? What happens when you go outside to you know, change your scenery, get some fresh air, and then your thoughts start spiraling because you're only left to think. You know, you, you've removed the distraction of your home. You're just enjoying the ducks at the pond or, you know, the little birds chirping around the skies. Yeah, that happened to me today. It was super freaking annoying. I was like, I went outside to get better, not to get worse. I don't even know. I also can't really deal with silence when I'm in a, in a mood or in a, in, a, in a negative place or in a, a lower spot because my thoughts or, or silence just turns up the volume of my thoughts. And when you're already in a negative space, those thoughts aren't going to exactly be very positive. And then if you're working on top of that, oh my gosh, it makes it worse. This has been good. You know, work-life boundaries come in play or just not even work-life boundaries. It is that, but it's personal boundaries. So if you have the relationship with your boss then you can reach out to them and just say, hey, I'm having a day. I need to take like a personal day. Because in my opinion, mental health days could be taken as sick days. So I'm not giving you HR advice, but if your team's not cool with it, your boss isn't cool with it, then all they need to know is a sick day, right? Right. They don't have to know what's going on. That's HIPAA. <laughs> That's HIPAA for you. If you don't know what HIPAA is, please Google it. Uh, but anyways, that's not the case then. Is there work that you can kind of, is there stuff that you can hold off until, you know, the next day when you're maybe a little bit more focused and, and things like that? Or maybe you're in a situation where you don't have the time to have a personal day. Like it's, it's deadlines. It's this, it's that. That's where you need to, you know, be mindful of your physical self. If you feel your heart racing, if you feel sweating, um, you feel your chest is tight. That's typically what happens to me. My chest gets really, really tight and I kind of feel like this. There's like a rock on top of me. Go drink some water. Uh, go walk around maybe your apartment. Like if you can't do outside, walk, uh, walk around the apartment. If you, you know, walk around, if you're at the office, walk around the office. Just try to take note of the physical, emotional, neurological reactions that are going on. Sometimes we have to, what do they say, suck it up, which I do not like that. And uh, I'm not saying that in a negative sense at all. But there's times where we have to show up when we don't want to. And although I can't give you exact answers on what you have to do, because ultimately what you have to do is you have to find what works for you. So the, the one thing I can say for that is you have to be in touch with yourself, in tune with yourself. You have to be self-aware. 
But I also want to say when you can't take that time to reset or just decompress or regardless, you're doing that, you're resetting, you're decompressing, you are taking the time and you're still feeling like blah. I just want to validate you and say, just because you carry it well doesn't mean it's not heavy. Sit on that for a second. I saw that in a TikTok video earlier. Just because you carry it well doesn't mean it's not heavy. Hmm. I know a lot of you feel that way. And all we can do and what we can do is to support each other. Be there for each other. <laughs> you know, I know I'll send my friends funny things on Instagram and social and stuff like that. But sometimes I'll send them uplifting things, empowering things. Especially if I know they're, they're kind of going through a season or they're suffering a little bit. If you find yourself in unnecessary stress and despair or in a cycle of, of toxic thoughts and, or you're in a toxic situation or you're questioning every decision you make. Understand that I just don't believe that the human condition is meant to suffer. So whatever is causing you to suffer, more or less, for lack of better words, then that's something you should you should really examine. And I know that's hard and I know that's easier said than done. And sometimes we do a little bit at a time and then sometimes we do a big jump, a big change. Another huge thing that I've learned in my mental health journey is that slow and easy wins the freaking race. I still struggle with that. I struggle with time management and juggling too many things and too many responsibilities and then getting too in my thoughts and feelings about it and caring about what everybody thinks and this and that. And then your thoughts start spiraling and then you've convinced yourself everyone hates you, which is such a great place to be. It's constant work. It is literal constant work. And it's probably something that we'll work on for all for the rest of our life. But I don't even mean that in a dramatic sense. Because just like how I said, you know, just a few minutes ago, I now feel like I'm at a fit place where I where my where I manage my anxiety versus my anxiety managing me. I'll tell you right now, that's not every day. Case in point, two freaking day. Today, I was the worst. The worst. If you watch Parks and Rec, you know exactly what I'm talking about there. <laughs> but seriously, I hated myself. I wanted to punch myself in the face. I was so annoyed. And then some days, like, I'm super anxious and in my head and avalanche thoughts and it actually happened to me last week. And do you know who pulled me out of it? My husband. So um, shout out to you, babe. You've been listening. I love you. <laughs> but seriously, I had a bad day and it was spiraling. And, and this one was a little bit more of the um, like anxiety depression side than like angry on the Hulk side. And he was like, you know, babe, this has happened to me because he went through, you know, he went through a tough time during COVID. Um, I'm sure we'll get into that eventually one day when I get him on the podcast. But he was like, when I had those days, you know, what you're going to do today is not like what you're trying to do tonight is not going to be good. He's like, you're in a bad spot. He's like, and you're beating yourself up and you're going to go try to be creative and, and record and do this. And it's probably not going to be great. And then you're going to beat yourself up over that. And the point being, sometimes you just need to just be and just relax for the rest of the night. And that's okay. And then tell yourself tomorrow, I am going to, I'm going to do what I set out to do and I'm going to do the best I can. And then maybe the next day you do half of it. You couldn't do the, you, you, you couldn't do the full thing. That's okay too. If we gave ourselves more forgiveness, I think we would have achieved way more a lot quicker. I'm not saying we're not going to achieve anything. I know we are. I'm just saying I, I look back on my journey and if I would have 
giving myself a little bit more grace and patience and love and understanding and kindness, heck, I probably would have launched this podcast on my 30th birthday, but <laughs> I, I'm not trying to like go back and like, it's not about remorse or regret. Absolutely not. Because guess what? My journey has led me here and that's what's important. So don't feel guilty about what setbacks in, in, in places where you've tripped or stumbled or fallen or in those moments when you feel weak or small or not worthy because they are part of your story. They are. They help define you, help define your path and help define your resilience because I know all of you little babies out there listening right now, you do, you are worthy of greatness and you have it in you because what's the number one thing I talk about in this podcast? It's about self-love because I understand the power of self-love. Self-love is what got me through the darkest freaking time of my life. I'm getting emotional talking about it. So looking inward, asking for help, taking time, space, peace, forgiveness. These are all different things. If you want help looking for a therapist, I will freaking help you. Give me a call. I do not mind. Give yourself some credit because you are existing in a world that is set out against you with society comparing you to everybody with things in motion to make you question your worth at all times. You are enough. Your work is enough. Your skill is enough. Your ambition is enough. Your drive is enough. You are enough. And even with a mental health illness, anxiety, depression, whatever, you are enough. And you're going to have moments that are better than others. Absolutely. But isn't that life? Don't let this define you in a negative sense. Don't let it control you. And again, I know that's easier said than done. And I will tell you right now, it took me a long time to get to even a place to feel comfortable to say that. Because like I've said, I have my moments often for sure, but it's about getting back on the horse and it's about how do you bounce back. Bounce backs take different forms, some slower than others, but it's about, hey, I don't want to suffer. I don't have to suffer and this doesn't have to be my forever. And maybe your situation is just situational, <laughs> temporary, or maybe there's some deep rooted trauma there. There's some deep rooted issues and, and skeletons you need to pull out and work through because they've been holding you back for so long. Don't be afraid to, to face the darkness. Don't be afraid to face your demons or the things that are holding you back from your past. Because I'll tell you right now, I'm here for you. And I will be here for you. And there are other people for you. There are other people out there who will be there for you. Friends, there's family. And I know not everybody has those, but there's also other groups and support things out there, support teams, support groups out there. Just know that you're not alone. God, I just wish I really had accepted that. I just wish I really would have realize that in in totality during my dark depression because that's one thing that kept replaying in my head was how alone I was like I said it's easier said than done right right so cheers to you all we made it through another week another day I don't know when you're listening to this we survived because we did it 
despite whatever moods we were in, despite whatever highs and lows we had, remember, this is the long game. You got to forgive yourself. You got to stop and smell the roses. And you got to remember it is a constant effort, but that is okay. Things get easier. Challenges are overcome. New things, new problems are discovered. And you just, you just tackle it. And it gets a little bit easier each and every time. Because you make a tool belt as you go through these things. And you keep it in your back pocket. Remember, it's okay to talk about mental health. And you should never be ashamed for asking for help or, or needing help. I'm actually going to link some resources in the show notes um, for different support groups, organizations, things for you to check out. Um, I'd like to know your feedback. And, you know, hey, if you like this episode, I'd love, a, I'd love to know. You know, rate, review, subscribe, follow, do all the things, which, to be honest, feels a little weird saying that given today's topic. But um, apparently I'm supposed to do that. But anywho, <laughs> thank you for being here today. And I don't just mean the podcast. Thank you for existing. All right, everyone. That's all she got today. We'll see you next week. And then guess what? We're going to have a real podcast out in the real world. Not that this is not a real one, but, you know, everyone's going to know about it is what I mean by the real world. So thank you so much for the support. And uh, I will see you on. I'll see you next week. I'm Elizabeth Cheney. And thank you for listening to the In Between Podcast. See ya.